<laughs> All right. Well, we have we have a two for today. What? It's like my thumb. Yes, Mike Cannon, who's been on MTV. Do you have a, what do you have? A, what? Your thumb missing? Yeah, no, I have one of those. Uh, oh my god, I just looked at that. Megan Fox thumbs. Jesus, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I just saw that. Yeah. Can you switch with Doug? <laughs> I don't want to touch the same mic. Come on. Just like a, what do they call it? Uh, they call it a murderer's thumb. I just looked it up for the did first your, time. Did your family wrong a pack of gypsies or something? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Cannon here from MTV. Doug Smith, who's in uh, Montreal just for last festival, so we're glad to have both these guys here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, both, uh, both attractive men. I don't know Very attractive men. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these guys. Aww. This is a weird way. So let's go back to Mike's weird thumb. Yeah. I'm glad we could talk. Do you not know, you know want to talk about it? Thing? No, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I love talking about source weird bodies, uh, weird body stuff with people who are open to talk about it. Do you have any weird body? You know what? I, I have that. I have I, a terrible body. You know body. what I have I that I'm I, sensitive I, about? This isn't weird, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah <but> nobody <laughs> just lifted his shirt. Nobody asked you to do that. The other thing is, what I have that I get really sensitive about is my earlobes are attached to my head. I forgot to make fun of you about that. That's an Irish thing. That's, that's a, is that's, it an Irish thing? I think so because oh, most of the weird majority carny of people. Thing. Oh, it's, uh, it's not carny. Fucking thing. <laughs> Jared told me that he got you got really pissed. when I you brought did. Up to him once. I, I'm very sensitive. I don't know he, why I'm sensitive just, about. He said to him like he, he does yeah. an impression of you doing. He goes, "Don't talk to me about my fucking ears." He <laughs> <laughs> walked into like a TCBY. <laughs> It's a I guess they are kind of weird. I just noticed they, that. They are weird. I think they, they look they, good. I think they look like streamlined. Right. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> They're like a, it's like a Thunderbird, but for years. So yeah, what's exactly. it like to be the lookout for the frog people? Doug's got a weird fucked up face because he got yeah, knifed got a, in the face. Yeah, a fucked up face. Because, I don't know, uh, it's, it's really disappearing now. I'm really it is disappearing. You're losing your street cred. I need to find that guy and have him touch it up a little bit. That guy's in jail, everybody. Doug has like a mysterious look. No, he does. He just looks good. He's like hazy. Hazel eyes. Tom, yeah, I think that was God's look. way of evening it out. He's <laughs> yeah. so goddamn handsome. <laughs> Tom Lewis here too, our producer. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah. You, so yeah, every, well, you've told the story. What do you, you don't times. have something that you got like you did on your body. I like, it, yeah, I, I used to burn cigarettes out on me when I was drunk. So I got all those. And then, like to impress from people. Lizards scratching me. <laughs> you like the dad yeah, from breakfast. Yeah. Two iguanas. <laughs> <laughs> you had two iguanas. And I gave a pack of carton of my and I was like, "Hey, smoke up, happy birthday!" I forgot how they, they scratch you because you smoke up out cigarettes oh, on them. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoke up, Johnny. It's about the size of a cigar. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie is like one of those best worst movies. It's kind of great. It's, it's uh, pretty great. They yeah. just did some. It's, there's the some embarrassing parts. NPR thing. Yeah. starts dancing. Oh, like, uh, yeah. That's really amazing. Oh, when they're dancing to the music yeah, and yeah. the thing? Yeah. <laughs> they just did some NPR uh, thing on that where Molly Ringwald's daughter watched it for the first time, and then they talked to her about it. She's Which like 11 it? years old. I didn't even listen to it. I heard yeah. that on another podcast, and I just bookmarked it. I haven't listened to it. It's a good story. Oh, NPR is so smug. Right? Like, I wonder what would happen if my daughter liked it. So what'd you think of it? So what'd you think? It's, gonna be it's s- from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mother you up there. Your mo- yeah. She used to be famous. Yeah. What's she even up to these right. days? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck no, you, raising you so you're not fucking... Up. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not doing drugs and crashing cars. <laughs> the uh, no, that but the movie is great. Those that's the best 
thing is when you find a movie that also happens where if some she probably saw it and it just her mom's in it so that's kind of crazy it's a bit weird for her but the movie probably doesn't translate it tra- only translates yeah. if you're in the time of the movie because there's some I 80s movies I still think I'm like Judd Nelson from The Breakfast Club you think you're a lot of different movie characters <laughs> yeah. there's so many he's like I'm like Paul Newman in Network right and I'm like no not even not even a little bit Paul Newman wasn't in Network well, what, 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 what did you say who'd you Thank say you, who'd you say who'd you say so Paul Newman in uh, uh, oh no Nobody's, Nobody's Fool yeah Paul Newman is like, you mean when he's 80 and he's fucking <laughs> like an 80 year old dude and it's, it's some, based on some speech that you like keep replaying on YouTube a thousand times that's what he does yeah. you, fucking, you think well, you're every that's true every cool movie character oh god I hate Sean <laughs> speaking of uh, people I looked up to growing up Paul I Newman got to do, two weeks ago I got to do a scene I'm gonna be in Friends of the People on True TV oh nice and I got to do a scene with Roddy Roddy Piper wow who some people you don't need to meet <laughs> you know what I mean? some people he started heckling my acting Right behind me to the other cast members and Jermaine Fowler and all these other guys are like, yo, Roddy Popper's talking shit. He's talking shit about you. But he was like, you know, he's, he's been through it. It was, like, it was surreal because Bobcat was directing oh, and man. Roddy Piper was in it. And Mr. Kennedy, he's awesome. We were hanging out. He's a wrestler. But I guess like, like Roddy Piper didn't realize it was a prop chair and he sat down on it and he fell through it. <laughs> and like the guy's just like talking to himself in the corner. He's almost like... Oh, my God. He's like the fucking guy in Braveheart they go to to learn how to fight. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It seems like that. You know when Brian Cox comes in on the fucking horse? Does he wear the kilt in the show? Yeah, he wore the kilt around, the whole around it. Oof. He was hilarious Jesus. on that Always Sunny episode. He's great, yeah. He was very charming. Sad. Yeah, he played like a dark what voice. Is the funniest... What did he have to say about your acting skills? What was he, he was saying? a fan, I don't think, because like, <laughs> I was like doing it, and he goes, this fucking guy over here. Like, he was like, but no one knew if he was joking or serious. It sounds like yeah. he was joking. Nobody knew. He was saying people would laugh, and then he would stop. I think he was... But he, he went into... Um, this is the funniest part. He came in, and he was like... Uh, he was like... Uh, he, he had this one line where he goes... Uh, where he's like, I'm all out of this, and I'm all. Out of, it was a, it was a pun on all, I'm all, all out of bubble gum. I'm just gonna kick ass, but he said, I'm all out of goddamn bubble gum. And then he stopped. And he goes, I can't really. It's the one commandment I don't want to break. To the, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and Bob. All Cat, the other ones he breaks. Yeah, Bob Cat was like, all right, just switch it up. And then we get the film. And he goes, and I'm all out of fucking bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. Yeah, then yeah. he did a key bump to stay yeah. awake. Yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> you know, but when you think about it, you look at a lot of other guys. He actually turned out pretty good compared to, you know, a lot of other people in the '80s who were. He's wrestling. still coherent. Yeah. No colostomy. He's still coherent. Yeah. yeah, he's not addicted yeah. to drugs, as far as I know. You know, good friend. <laughs> yeah, good not like Bobcat was like, yeah, he's had like fucking a hundred concussions probably or something like that. Yeah, those guys. That's another thing that must happen to those guys over the years. It's just the effects. Yeah, of how that guy's just not like a different shit hits. Factory. Well, yeah, how have none of them put a shotgun to their chest like an NFL player? You, you never see that. Because they ain't no pussy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they live with the demons. <laughs> I guess because there's They probably, never thought of it. You're you giving them a good football, idea. Football, you get hit harder than wrestling, right? I would it's say. probably more yeah. head trauma. It's more head trauma, that's yeah. why. But I mean, some of it, you take chairs to the head enough, even if it's like a soft aluminum, it's still it's going to fuck you up. Yeah, well, they don't do oh, that yeah. anymore. They won't do headshots anymore. Oh, really? That's like a rule they won't do. And. They don't do bleeding anymore over there. One, one of the stuff. guys from Rage Against the Machine just had a brain bleed from headbanging too much. What? Oh, really? Yeah, I just read that on TMZ today, and he said he will not stop headbanging. <laughs> he's, he's like, Who was that, that Tom Morello? Or? No, it wasn't him. It was, uh, it was Zach Del Roche. It was the bassist. I think so. Yeah, yeah. the bassist. Ah, that was great. I saw those guys in concert three, three times. Yeah. Me too. Wow. I saw them at so Rock the Bells cool. when they came back together a couple years great? ago. It was great, but I had done coke in the bathroom at the time. <laughs> and like I was 10 feet away from the stage. 
Rage during like Cypress Hill and Wu Tang. It was amazing. And Holy during shit. during Rage, it just swelled up to the stage, and I had a panic attack. So I just coke fought myself out of <laughs> sixty thousand people, and then laid down on like an embankment and just had a panic attack for like thirty minutes. Jeez, <laughs> talking about raging as the machine. Best concert ever. Yeah. Are you? You're kind of a drug guy, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't do coke anymore, but I, I you do a lot of you smoke a lot of weed. You still do mushrooms a lot. Yeah, I love your mushrooms. mushroom bit's great. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah that's are you a, still using it as a closer? Yeah, yeah. That's, a that's a, I mean, I won't tell the full story just because it is, but we basically gave this kid, or he actually took six grams of mushrooms on his own volition, Oof. and uh, you know, because he wanted to freak the fuck out of himself, and he just screamed nonstop for four hours. We gave him like psychedelic art. He was unintelligible. He basically like was a wow. fucking T Rex, like shortened up his arms, was growling, almost hit like my buddy's girlfriend, <laughs> like just by flailing <laughs> oh so wildly. God. Then after four hours, he came outside and he like settled down and smoked a cigarette. He was like, "All right, I, I think the mushrooms just kicked in." That <laughs> <laughs> was just after four hours. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, like no that was in yeah, none at all. And then, like, took another drag and was like, "This is exactly how I wanted today to go." <laughs> what the fuck is your deal? <laughs> what do you do normally? Jesus, yeah, that's what you have. Did that's he a trip good again day for you. Now? Yeah, I think he actually did mushrooms the next day. It wasn't with Jeez. us. He was just he so fell in love with them. How many times you do mushrooms? I've I've done them probably like fifteen to twenty times, maybe I guess. Yeah, I've done eight times, and the last time I did it was so bad. Yeah, it was like I saw my dead family members around my bed. Oh boy! And I had thrown a party downstairs, so it was like like seeing them looking to me, and they all dead. Black was the party eyes. going on oh downstairs while you were yeah. doing that? Oh, that's rough, man. Yeah, my, really my, that my sounds buddy. like acid more than well, I guess the mushrooms same, the same thing. Kind of thing yeah. Yeah. Acid a lot of times isn't as intense as mushrooms, which is like a really misconception. Yeah. yeah. Although when I took acid, I was so fucked up that yeah. I don't remember it at all. Well, last two as- times I did mushrooms, I I took them at the creek, which was the worst <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, idea worst. ever. You're just stuck in an improv. I haven't I haven't done them. Yeah, I haven't done them since. Freaked out, ran <laughs> out of there, took a it, cab yeah, home. Well, don't do it like. Against comedians figuring it out. Yeah, <laughs> let's do. Let's try. Let's try mushrooms. Or just people and, and not on somebody, mushrooms. Yeah, find their voice. <laughs> My buddy did it. Uh, we had a, a friend that went schizophrenic. Like he just started. Uh, he played football for West Virginia. He walked on the team, and then he hung out with Pac-Man Jones and like those guys, and just started dealing ecstasy. And he was like taking thirty pills of ecstasy a week, and then he just went schizophrenic. Whoa. And we didn't know yet at the time. And my buddy did mushrooms with him, and then he like after an hour and a half, he turned to him. He goes, "I know you guys don't want me here," and like <laughs> was like swigging from a bottle of fucking vodka. And my buddy went upstairs, locked himself in a room, and he said he started seeing angels coming in and out of his closet, and just had the worst eight hours of his yeah, life. I don't well, that's oh why I don't need God. to do this anymore. I don't need to do any drugs anymore. I mean, the drugs that I want to do now are like painkillers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like those are like country music killers. See, I'm the a ones wimp, are like, I've only smoked weed and drank. Well, if you have if you have pills, this is why they get addictive because they really are an adult drug because it doesn't change who you are. It just makes everything slower and less painful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like even like weed where like I'm tripping out. It's like you take painkillers, you're just like, I feel better now like it's not like you're <laughs> tripping it's like that. you're slowly dying yeah just like it's like falling asleep in a fun way you know <laughs> wow and that's uh, why people die from them like returning yeah. to the womb Kal- Kalanapin was a is a fun one that's what i was doing right. for a little bit like not even hardcore you are, you're wearing an albert einstein smoking pot like, shirt with flubber <laughs> shooting out of his face <laughs> <laughs> or getting slimed yeah 
Yeah, this is a this is a Target shirt, believe it or not. <laughs> is it a Target yeah. shirt? Takes the mystique away from it, Mike. Yeah, kid. I know. <laughs> Target is apparently appealing to the counterculture now. You know what we should Are bring up? That, that Mike runs his own podcast about conspiracies and a couple oh, of podcasts ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah? The newest one that we heard about a couple a couple of podcasts ago is... The Franklin cover-up. You know What's that? that? No, no. Oh, dude, you're going to love this one. Have you been around... Have you listened to the conspiracies on the left? No, but I I've heard about ben it. Kissel. Yeah. Changed ben Kissel thing. and Henry Zabrowski. I'm not even gonna. Ru- I'm not gonna ruin it for you. Just after this, Google Franklin cover up. You're I will. Here it's. it's yeah. Oh, you don't want to describe it? No, I don't want. I want him to just discover it on his own. And listen to the last podcast on the left episode about it. And then there's also a documentary online called uh, Conspiracy of Silence about it. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely It'll check fuck that you out. up a little bit. It sounds like bullshit. It sounds like bullshit. And it probably. It probably. Is. <laughs> it's just but. fun to think it's true. Oh yeah. Why? What's your favorite it's conspiracy? It's basically like if true uh, detective was right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it is. I don't know if I, I'm kind of like the skeptic, I guess. Not even a skeptic. Like, I'm more in line with like corruption and tangible shit. Like, I don't know if yeah. I, like, you know, the guy like, I'm legitimate with. What if all your conspiracies are about your career? Like, right. comedy's against me. <laughs> Someone doesn't want to put me on the Tonight Show. I mean, that, that'll happen if I'm on mushrooms every once in a while. I'll just be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, yeah it'll just try to connect like the dots. Watching, watching episodes of Adam Devine's house party, wondering <laughs> you're not on, why you're not on it. You know, I go, oh, that's, that's a fucking the Warren Commission. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you a big drugs guy, Doug? I was. I was. I was pretty into mushrooms. Those last two trips soured me, and yeah. I'm even starting to become You're the guy that's now. Right? You can't. Like I am. Do this shit I mean, I smoke pot pretty pretty regularly, but I'm even starting to. Does become your wife like, smoke pot? No, but she's okay with it. What does she do? She's a psychotherapist. Oh man, you can't pull one so, by her. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. I'm just constantly. Fuck. Yeah, it's dude. If you I ever, you'll never anything. be able to cheat. Not that it's good to cheat anyway. <laughs> no, but I'm man. just saying there's no way to do it. She'll know immediately. She sees right through me. All Does the she? Time. Can oh, you see right through her awesome. now? I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. Have you tried to like pull one over on her? Uh, I, I it's impossible. You can't. Right? She sees, no, she's. Well, everything. we did that thing for True TV, the the web thing, and she immediately. Oh yeah. yeah like, stop bringing up your credits every fucking two seconds. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good. It was one. pretty sweet. It got like three True TV like, blog drafted yeah. into the distance for a second. For. I don't know if you guys realize this, but all of a sudden I woke over and Sean had this look like a ninety year old man. I was like, ah, oh, Sean's tapped out for a couple minutes. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. No, um, I'm, I'm starting to become the paranoid guy on pot, though. Like, oh man, I did I did a gig on Thursday with Nick Turner in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Oh, the know. stack, the still smoke yeah, stack. Yeah, place. You've been yeah, there. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a fun show. And he's yeah, like, you know, he's like the king of weed. So he was smoking on the ride home, and and uh, he made me a brownie. And I was like, oh, I think I can handle an edible for a ride home. You Are know, you I, out I, of your mind? I Were you driving? I was driving. Oh, this and is, I why would he give you that for driving? Terrified in my life. Driving oh, through, you were the, driving the car. Driving through the yeah. Holland Tunnel in my mother-in-law's car. Oh. I felt like I was in Star Wars. I was like white knuckle behind the wheel. Like, <laughs> you have the white lines. Silent. You're going yeah. miles That's per hour. Misery. I had to lower yeah. the shade in the car just to keep the lights out of my eyes. I was even closing my eyes intermittently just to keep oh my, my sanity. Yeah. It was the kind of thing. I parked the car when I got back to Brooklyn, and I just was like. Patting myself down to make sure I was alive, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't make I'm here. I can't, I'm, in, I'm here in one piece. It's am unbelievable. I, am I an angel? And then I got out of the car huh. and I circled the car four times to make sure I didn't have like a Wolf of Wall Street lewds moment. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like I went inside. That's one of the greatest scenes. Oh man, yeah, that was so good. Sure. 
it was insane. And then I went back out the next day, and I was like, I can't believe I'm okay. The car's okay. Yeah. I left all fucking four windows down in the car oh, overnight. Shit. Nothing wow. got stolen, but anything, you know, some homeless guy could have yeah. climbed in there and taken a nap. Grant could have birthed a litter of babies. How disappointed would you be if you found out your daughter was going to marry a comedian? <laughs> yeah, like in general. You know what I mean? You're asking the guy without yeah, he has a mic. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so I was thinking about that because I, I think Marielle's parents probably could have been able to disappoint. They love me very much. Do they? Yeah. I, I just feel like they'd be so bummed out. You hear stories like this. I think they're pretty happy <laughs> Even about Doug's it. Not, and Doug's like one of the nicer comics. Should we ask yeah. Marielle? Do you want to ask Marielle? She's I think here. she's sick. She's not, yeah, she's, she's not sick. feeling well. Yeah, we don't have the mic. I think I think no, my no, lady's parents are okay because I'm not making a living well, doing it yet. <laughs> I'm still a real person. <laughs> yeah, that's really the struggling comedian. That's yeah. what they really want to hear. Marielle, were your parents disappointed that I that we got married? Were they disappointed? <laughs> what <laughs> a they, weird thing to call. Just trying to buy time. Hey, I want to just wake you up from a nap and ask you this really harsh question. But I, I know I know the answer. He's saying because like would Tom be disappointed if his daughter married a comic? And then he's like, I bet you Mariel's parents were disappointed when you guys got married. But you, <laughs> no. uh, and also, you have no. tangible success though. So like, once you do well, Letterman, oh, not at the time. Married, no, no. <laughs> Jesus. He no, was like, like Ochi's comic to watch. <laughs> when got married. Yeah. They're like, I have a spot at Carolyn's. That's great, Sean. You still have the other job, right? <laughs> uh, what you, you say? Ochi's what? What you say? Ochi's comic to watch. <laughs> Well, what oh, about uh, what what about you? Are you still with the same lady? Yeah, yeah. We've been together six and a half years. I mean, that's on and amazing. off since we were kids and stuff. But uh, right, that's crazy. Yeah. Was that was that hard? I was wondering because you know I was I was thinking about getting back together with my ex, uh, which <laughs> will be good if I'm dating somebody new. It's kidding. I can't not. All right, talk I'll about stop. That I'll shit. stop. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm trying. It. I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. I've got another story for that in the next podcast. Oh, good, great. <laughs> not the ex. I'm not. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird? Like, because you the dated thing. other people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you break up. Yeah, is that a weird conversation you get back? Like, hey, you were hooking up with who? I was hooking up with this. Person. Not really. I mean, she. I've hooked up with most of our town, like where we're from. So, like, <laughs> she just kind of accepts it at this point. So and, like, you can't get annoyed. She's like, yeah, I slept with this guy. No, she dated up. a black guy right before me for like three years. <laughs> All right, and it's, you know, it's All right, like, let's calm down a little yeah, here. You know, well, it's <laughs> not a big. Well, it's not like you were dating. Well, she was, she no, was dating to, a child pornographer. She was dating someone. To my boy Chris Indy, that would be a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every well, girl he it's takes. It's not a good thing. I know. It's not like a, well, it's a penis like, thing. That's what, you're, that's what you're wondering about. That's what you're worried about. about. That's what you're worried about. Yeah. Man, I mean, you know, you're worried about sure penis it's a penis thing, or is that's it, what, isn't that what you're worried about? Yeah, that's the only. No, my exes have dated black guys before. I don't give a shit. I mean, I don't care, which is why I'm with her, but it's it's an insecurity where I'm like, wow, you know, if I come really quick, I'm like, fuck, I have to think back to yeah. like how he would probably just destroy it. So it's just, Some you know. Some women don't like big cocks, anyway. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. He probably destroyed your girlfriend's pussy. I'm sure. Ah! <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. But <laughs> so you have it. Dan has it where like you you think about that stuff like crazy. When I do, it, but I don't care about the race thing. The race thing's not a big deal for but me. But you're thinking about penises. So when you think about black penises, I think, think about, about giant all black penises. <laughs> I think no anyone who's anyone who's ever fucked somebody that I was into, I think is a better fuck than me. You know what I mean? Just because I hate myself. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. Hit, you hate yourself, and, and yeah. But nobody yeah. thinks black guys with huge dicks also come quickly. I mean, like that's a definite yeah, possibility. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's that. gotta be true. Of but, course like, it is. Yeah, I know for so a like, Yeah, it, it could be the worst sex ever. They like right. they, they jam yeah. it in there. The girl's also, screaming in pain, and then it's over. Dicks. Not all of them have big dicks. That's another right. thing. But did you find out? Did she say he did? No, I'm not gonna ask that question. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty happy with what I have, but it's you know through my insecurity, I'm gonna start blowing my. I'm a grower right now. It's horrible. But, uh, it's, it, you know, it's one of those things where I'm self-hating, so I filter through that. Of course. And I'm like, of oh, course. man, this guy's definitely big. He definitely lasts forever. He definitely, like, you know, made her come all the time. And, you know, if I have one slip-up, I'm like, you know, I'll go yeah. through that. I'll do better next time. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have a lot of bad sex if you're with her. Yeah, absolutely. Years. Yeah, it's it, you know every once in a while, but it, she's uh, the reason why we're together. And because why? Sex why do you? Important. Why did you guys like were on and off? Did you make a lot of mistakes in the relationship? No, I mean I used to be anti-drinking and anti-drug, so like what I the actually fuck? yeah I that know. changed. Yeah, like, I know. And then because uh, I played basketball in college, and that was like my main focus. I was like, this is what I'm gonna do, and I hate anybody that. Like you were straight edge. Yeah, I, not really. Like I didn't write X's on yeah, my fucking. Yeah. But my dad was an alcoholic, so I was like, I'm never getting right. into that shit. And then I just realized. Here's I have the thing: more from, just from knowing you the past couple of years, like I. Realized you used to be a way more intense dude. Like yeah, you were way more intense. Yeah, I remember talking to you about that. Weed slowed me down because I used to. Everything was competitive. I used to play cards for a living. I used to play basketball. You play cards for a living? Yeah, yeah. When I man, Jesus. professional card players are some of the shadiest people in the world. Yeah, I mean, you're not. I, you actually don't fit the bill. No, I that's was why a, I'm surprised. I was a college kid that played basketball and I couldn't have a real job. You ever seen like in rounders? That I I watched. That's where we used to play, like places like that, aces, aces and spades, so like all these scary guys there. Yeah, I mean, I lost I lost a four thousand dollar hand to a Russian mobster on a terrible <laughs> beat, like five percent at the end, and I couldn't say anything because it's like you know, fuck, this guy could kill me if I actually. Yeah, said you spoke wow. up and said something. Yeah, 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 I was like, all right, well, thank you, sir, and I'm. I'm gonna head out now. Yeah, but yeah, and, you know, I guys case, gambling. guys casing the joint afterwards, like just like you know, waiting for you to walk out with money, seeing if they could rob you. That's uh, it was that's sketchy cool. Shit. I worked at a blockbuster in West Hempstead, <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good. I remember that. You're very good. I, over I, some guy walked out on five dollars worth of late charges. <laughs> <laughs> Sean had solid wrecks. Oh, good wrecks. Yeah. I'll, I just have Big Lebowski every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what you're into when you're 19 well, years old. Well, I'm I had a buddy who used to work there. I used to love we, it. We would pick guy, him the, up and smoke him out and then bring him back. The boss we had was amazing. The guy was the weirdest guy in the world, but he was, ama- he was amazing. He was awesome. He was Why? So cool. was he, what was he weird? Oh, he just he, he would prank call other blockbusters in the area. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were working with him on a Saturday and he was bored, he would get this guy. He would I don't know if I ever talked about this. No. He would call this other store manager, like like literally like a, a two miles down the road on the same street, and this guy Johnny who had like a crazy temper, and he would call him up. He goes, and he would pretend that he was the cousin of an employee of Johnny's <laughs> from Florida, calling to ask for videos. He goes, "Hello, Johnny." He goes, "This is Eddie. Is Eddie's cousin Bill or whatever?" And he goes, "Yeah, Eddie." gets me videos can you get me videos <laughs> and then he would call once and he goes no, I'm not getting your videos sorry said, call again. he would call five times in a row and then by the fifth time he goes watch this and he goes and he would call the guy he goes hi it's Eddie he goes I'm not getting your fucking videos <laughs> God, <suck it> off. <laughs> freaks out freaks Did out he and he would do that uh, no, never told him. Never told him. It was the greatest thing. And then, and then he would walk, and then he would just giggle like a little girl and run away. It was fucking. It Did was he great. ever discipline you guys at all? 
Yeah, he would just he he would be like wishy washy. He'd be like, listen, you can't really, you gotta get back here on time from your break. Like oh, he would yeah. just be like, like normal really, boss shit. Like normal boss, but he was cool. And then he he was just yeah, he was just a good guy. He had the one I told his story about Matthew Broderick. He's yeah. him and his nephew were in the city once, and they saw him. He goes, he saw Matthew Broderick from the distance, so he wanted to tell his nephew. And he goes, look, his name's Sean. He goes, look, Sean, there's Matthew Broderick right there. And he goes, where? And he get, puts his finger up to point, and he hits Matthew Broderick in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he was that kind of guy that would just like have. Weird Weird shit like that. Did you you yesterday you like snuck up on somebody right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a I, do, I have an issue with that. Not a celebrity. Oh. I, well, always think, I always like think I always think I know in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean Donnelly, everybody's favorite. I always think I know somebody. I think it's somebody I know. You're, and I thought you're it the was Fezziwig a... of the Creek in the Cave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Remember the guy from Mr. from Christmas Carol? Oh, oh Lord Fezziwig! You know the guy through the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like you lead the Brooklyn St. Patty's Day parade. <laughs> yeah. Well, I go up to this, this lady that I thought was this a friend of mine, this woman that used to do open mics. I see her, and I, literally, I thought it was from her from behind. And I go up behind, and I go, "Hey, lady, want a party?" <laughs> and then oh she turns God. around. And she turns around, and it wasn't her. And she goes, "You so funny!" <laughs> and I was, I was like, "I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my friend." She goes, "It's okay." And then she just kept on going. She was cool with it. But there was, other, there was another time that I shook somebody. I thought it was somebody I knew, and I was with maybe Marielle or somebody. I went up to her, I go, ah! and I just grabbed him, and I shook him, and they go, and the dude started laughing, and then I was like, "Oh my God, I thought you were my friend. I'm so sorry." And I. Just yeah, that's away. one of those things that happens. He punches you in the face. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, oh, I, I get it. Yeah, I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Getting the I, best possible reaction. I'm yeah. best possible that's reaction. how lovable your face is. I know. People like, I, I want to know yeah, this fat guy. It. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll bring me cakes and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I bumped into Paul Giamatti once coming out of uh, a chase. A building. Yeah, I just I like smashed. Oh God. Fucked up. And I was like, oh, sorry, Paul. And he was just blown away that I recognized him that quickly. And I kept walking by, and he was like, just shaking his head down the screen. <laughs> he's probably a bug. He's like an actor bug out, probably. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. I heard very he's much in one of the nicest dudes. No, I'm sure he's nice, but I'm sure he's so intense because of how his acting is. Yeah. That's like Ben Stiller. One time. You know, his dad used to be the baseball commissioner, Paul Giamatti. Is that true? Yeah. What, back in the day? Mm hmm. Once, I had a Ben Stiller story. I was over, like, right by Grand I think you've Central. you've told us on our podcast. Have I? Oh, shit. All right, I'll tell you guys later. Thanks. Lou, Lou Thanks. Reed is an asshole. I had a run in with Lou he, Reed. He's oh, dead, yeah. but he's known for being an asshole. <laughs> he's he was a known dead for being an asshole. Why, what happened? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was walking a dog along the West Side Highway. This was like six, seven years ago. Right. It was like nine o'clock at night, walking this big Newfoundland. And I'm walking along Hudson River Park, and coming toward me, I see what looks like the Dalai Lama, like this bald dude, <laughs> orange robe. And there's a guy next to him, but I'm obviously not looking at him. Yeah. I'm looking at the fucking Dalai Lama. And as they get closer, I look at the other guy, and it's Lou Reed, and I'm a huge Velvet Underground fan, big Lou Reed fan. Guess who doesn't give a shit about that? <laughs> Lou Reed! <laughs> so, like, I knew that he had a reputation for being a total curmudgeon, you know? So I was like, oh, I shouldn't say anything to him. This is going to be embarrassing. But I, like, It's hard not I to. I couldn't not. So yeah. they passed me. He was, like, 10 feet past me, and I spun around, and I was like... Hey, Lou Reed! And he like slowly came to a stop and turned around. And I was like, I turned into like a giddy, groupy schoolgirl. I was like, oh my God, I love you. I love your music. I, I, I'm, I'm such a big fan. I, can I come shake your hand? And he just held up his hand and goes, that's okay. And he turned and walked away. Ah! It, was like, it was like one of those moments where you're so embarrassed, like you just feel your dick shrivel into yeah. oblivion, you know? Oh, I did that with yeah. I met someone when I shot something with Stern. He was really nice. But before that, I was on the sh I was on the Street with him, I saw Howard Street. I'm like, Howard. He goes, Hey, man. Well, he goes, <laughs> yeah, but that's still not that. That's bad. not that. It's no, not that. That's not no. e even even it's okay. 
in that situation, if you're fanning out like a maniac, I don't blame him at all. I was he's terrified. like, yeah, do I really want to walk over to this yeah, dude yeah, yeah, or yeah, have yeah. him walk also, over? Also, like, I'm sure. Those guys have had some really fucking horror stories. Yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tries to hit him or like tries to touch him and grab yeah, their yeah. arm or whatever the fuck. Look, can yeah. I out somebody as an asshole? I used to. Sure, uh, I used to sleep over Bill Murray's house when I was a kid. No, I was like, oh, I've heard. I've heard. I was this. really good friends with his son. Not gonna lie, one of the shittier people. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Everybody loves him, and he's got these and legendary it, stories of showing up at 3 a.m. to Brooklyn parties, and it's like, yeah, but he has like three separate families. <laughs> and he just doesn't pay attention oh, to. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was like a twat to one of my best friends. He got him like this internship for the Hudson Valley Renegades, this like minor league baseball team. Yeah. And he, you know, he's he's studying sports management. He's trying to see the inner workings of this organization, but instead he like forced them to put on a dress and dance for like the seventh inning stretch. So there's like 11 people in the fucking stands and he's like out there like, hello, my baby. Like it's fucking <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, and he quit and he was like, wow, really put myself on the line for you to get this job. And put, well, he owns and, the fucking team. But he was he was the guy that had him put on the dress, or the team was like that. The the, he, I mean, he got him to gig, and then he couldn't believe that he didn't want to put on the dress. And then he like went on this whole rant about how you know I really hooked you up. I put my neck on the line. It's like you're the well, owner. I don't know. You gotta. I, I say oh, he's put the, on the owner dress. of the team. He's the owner of the team. I say yeah. put on the dress for a little bit. Why was he putting on the dress though? What was the know. point of that? First of all, I don't think it's that bad dress. Uh, yeah, you can't knock it until you try it, man. Your <laughs> friends are not Your friends are going to I used to be a huge tranny. Yeah, I don't think that's a big deal. I actually don't think the second one's a big deal. Yeah. Not paying attention to his families. <laughs> yeah, that's way bigger. It's pretty rough. <laughs> Three families. So you used to deal with him all the time. Yeah, he used to ump our like little league baseball games. He used to umpire. Yeah, and he was like, you know, he was hilarious. Everybody thought he was like the greatest guy on earth. Was he funny? Yeah. He was super funny. Yeah, he'd always make jokes and it, but you know. So he was cool for the most part. Then there was he's just a troubled man. Yeah. yeah, like any other really good comic. He's, he's you know what I think this is really. Did you show him a tape and he didn't like it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I sent him a tape year one of comedy and I was like, what do you think, Bill? <laughs> like, Fucking beat it. <laughs> uh, that's disappointing, but it's like I don't know. I, I still am not so I can't believe you on that because I just don't want to believe that Bill Murray's an asshole. Well, he's the, yeah. Well, you can't see it. I can see any famous person being an asshole. You know, Kumail and Emily almost hit him with a car in the West Village. Accidentally? Really? Yeah. No, they were trying to murder him. <laughs> they just saw him and uh, uh, like, 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 They hit him. He's like, run, Emily, run! <laughs> and, like, speeding away. Those are my shitty Kumail act. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently they just, like, they didn't know it was him. He stepped out in front of the car. They hit the brakes. They look up. It's Bill Murray. And they're like, holy shit. And then he just kept walking. And he just looked at him. You'll, nobody will ever believe this. Yeah. He just kept walking. That was like, you heard that story about that Bill Murray where he was in the elevator with somebody. Maybe this is a friend who told me that. But he was with this guy in the elevator. And uh, the guy was like freaking out because it's Bill Murray. And then he, he just turns to him, kisses him on the lips. And he goes, no one will ever believe you. There's and a million. There's a bunch like of stories. Serious, like it's like serious folklore. I've heard I so know. many there's of those. Like him tackling stuff. people in an airport. Somebody I've heard about airport. him pulling down some guy's pants and he says the same thing. <laughs> so on the street, just pulls his pants as a dude. And then that's he goes, nobody will ever believe you. And then he just goes. <laughs> that's his so tagline. The thing is, he could just be doing all of these. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, that's a so. funny gag. Right. It is a funny gag. Just keep doing it, and then the more stories there are, actual stories, but people don't believe him because they're like, "Oh no, I heard it a different way." Right, but he's right. Like, he knows that's going to get around that. Well, way. Yeah, eventually, it's a game of well, telephone. I read you read that article about him where they talked about how he ha- he has no agent, he has no manager. He's a lawyer, right? He has a, doesn't no, have does, a cell phone. I don't know if he doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah. You, the way to get in contact with him, he had to call his friend, and his friend has to get in contact with him. 
that's, that's, that's what it was. Like when they did, um, apparently when they did Rushmore or they did, uh, or Zombieland, that was what yeah. the whole article was about. And he goes, they didn't know if he was going to show up or not on the first day. And this first day he shows up and he was like ready to go. But they were like, he we killed didn't know. it in that movie too. He was great. He was, it was funny, awesome. Yeah. But like they didn't know if he was actually going to do it or not. Woody right. Harrelson has that same thing. He like lives on a beach with his family in Hawaii. Well, he lives doesn't. in like, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, does he live in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah doesn't have a cell phone. Michael, Michael, Moore do, was, Michael Moore was hanging out with Michael Moore and he told me that they like. Oh, you're my, you're your buddy Michael Moore? My buddy Michael Moore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we're buddies. I text him, hey, can you tweet my album out? But uh, this is after I kind of fucked him over because he like told me. I think I told you this. Oh, like, you don't want to talk about this? The plane thing? No, I have I'm to ask you. Right. You know the plane thing? I told you about that, right? Yeah. Where I was like, was I was supposed plane? to wait for him. I was supposed to hold the plane for him because I did his comedy festival. I was a wreck that weekend anyway. Um, and I will say that unquestionably. And uh, I couldn't hold the plane for him because they're like, we got to go. And then I get a text from him. He goes, I'm outside the door. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, Mike. I can't help you. He goes, but I'm outside. <laughs> and then nothing. And then four months later, I'm like, hey, can you treat my out? <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it was a piece of shit. But, so I, but I was like, I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Like. Am I ever going to meet him again? I'm probably not going to do the festival again. So it's like... He has a comedy know? festival? He, has a comedy he does. Festival. And, I, you know, like, I was in... You know, I had fun, but I was also... Like, I, I was probably partying too much that week. So I'm like, if I never do it again, like, I was like, might as well try. Maybe we had an okay relationship, you know? And uh, <laughs> I don't know. He didn't. He Imagine just, being he in that he head. was the one that <laughs> got away. Imagine being in this head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be real nice when I see him again. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> right? You don't have a, you don't have the, the, like the to stand no leg to stand on. You can be like, go, hey, remember that time I left you on the runway of an airport? Now, look, I really shouldn't have asked to tweet that out. Why not? Like an asshole. I told you what I did yesterday. I already talked about. Oh, I already talked about the the, what was the pussy thing with the grandpa. <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't know if you did. Wait, what was it again? Was this, I might uh, be saying it a different way. Well, was this is a uh, short way to tell a story. On, like, uh, Me yeah. and my grandpa were sharing. No, I was on a. <laughs> no, my grandpa died, and then I was like trying to get this girl to come over, and I was like, come Oh on, come yeah, over. you did. You saw. Oh, you said it. That's oh. after. There's a lot of that's what you got to do. There's a lot of stories like that. Well, it was when we record seven of these in the same day. I know. It's not. Yeah, exactly. A lot of that stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my manager keeps calling me, so I'm wondering if she's going to drop me right now. Do you want to do you want to take a break or do you want to wrap this up? No, it's to... okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> We've got seven more minutes. <laughs> seven. So when you're partying, when you when you go back to partying, I gotta you know, you know like I he goes up. back I like back. fucking you know I mean the lady broke up so I thought hey let's try it again yeah um what is it though are you boozing are you drugs sure or sure both? yeah at least that although I never think about drugs while yeah I'm, only when you booze do you think about drugs but I really want to get but you know by the time this is out I'll be. You know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm putting it together. You do good. You you had long stretches. I remember. Because yeah, most of the time I've known you, you've been sober. Yeah, I fuck up every once. Did you, you go, go to rehab? Or did you just quit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a couple years ago, and then I had like two years sober again. Yeah. And then I fucked up a little. Now I'm back. So, uh, but booze is the big one. That's the one. Sure. That, yeah. yeah. And if I drink beer, I'm fine. But usually, then I just get real fat. I get super fat. Yeah, does. So. I, I had to cut out beer recently. I lost like 15 pounds just from going from beer to vodka. Really? Yeah. The thing about vodka drunk is who knows where that'll take. Yeah, it'll mm. it'll get dicey pretty quick. But the hangovers are cleaner. Like I don't feel as just fucking beer. Bloated. I never get hungover. Oh really? I just feel like a fat bloated mess the next oh, day. Oh, I feel like, like a wreck. Dizzy. Yeah, but if you, you only drink, drink beer the night before, what? you're never like, what did I do last night? Yeah, and when you don't drink beer for a little bit, and you see how it is to wake up without drinking, yeah. and then you drink and you wake up, you go, oh, that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. Because for so long. I drank every night. I yeah. drank every night at least three beers a night. Yeah. 
Makes it I, yeah, even it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a ton. It's a, absolutely it, yeah. It's basically just you're just soaking. When in I beer. first moved to the city, I was pretty much a functioning alcoholic. Same I drank here. a six pack by myself every night, just like alone. Yeah, and, and never got hung over. But by five o'clock the next day, I would have the shakes. Yeah, did you, oh, ever go on, you, ever, you guys ever go with like get up on stage loaded? I did it recently yes. at Cabin at that anniversary show. Yeah, yeah. And nothing really crazy happened, but I was way too. I basically didn't know what was coming out of my mouth. Yeah, That's how I, drunk I, had I was. That recent, you know. It's not fun. No. Yeah. It's, have it's you ever really had that where you like? Yeah. You ever get into? A, I was the same way. At the same way at a cabin. Yeah. Yeah. my speech. Yeah. It's not like it's a fucking disaster. I was on a pop brownie at cabin. I, <laughs> I kind of freaked out a little. I think bit. that's I the for worst. For me, it's not I, even like I'm swearing. It's that my timing's off and I'm yeah. not yeah, present. Because yeah. that's exactly. Well, you have no. Fu- you're not functioning at yeah. all. No, it's that's exactly what it is. Have you ever had like a heckler thing where you're like you like on stage like dumb thing you shouldn't have said to a heckler that got him riled up or anything or I mean recently at at LOL I got weirdly like racist by mistake like I didn't mean to I was these two there was like nine people in the audience you're an (laughs) n-word an (laughs) n-word no it was two Hasidic guys walking in and they were like super disruptive and I was like hey guys you know welcome what's up you know where are you from just trying to kind of get them into it but they were just loudly shouting their water order and so like and (laughs) they water order yeah because they weren't Drinking booze, and they were yeah. asking, and they were like, they basically shooed me and go continue with your oh, thing, oh, and that kind of condescension and dismissive behavior oh, that fucking pisses oh, me off oh, so it's much. The worst. Oh, so it's I was the like, worst. oh, sorry that your colonial outfits threw a kink in my set, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I said something about that shitty M Night Shyamalan movie, The Village, and I like, I, I just <laughs> really Rosers. went into how they like, run they, in the street like bad. deer. They like I went, I went they real. The crowd must have loved it though, right? No, nobody was on my side. No, they don't get a pass. Nobody gets a pass for that behavior. It's fucking animal behavior. It's weird because (laughs) they do jump in the middle of the street like deer, but then they give you like the weird lazy cow face and they don't fucking get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm trying to say this to the crowd. The crowd was like, if it was a black guy, if it was a white guy, if it was a, you know, like that's just shitty animal behavior. uh, Fucking. Tell, talking during somebody's set. Here's the thing. The, I tell you why. The audience didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. I know. It's a New York and, yep. and, 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 and New York thing. Yeah, if it was a Brooklyn show, they probably would have known what I was doing. Why, why is it? It's like, it's like if, if somebody in Priest Frock did that, you'd be like, right. you guys are being fucking animals. It doesn't yeah. like, you know, I'm not trying to do the whole Opie Anthony thing again, but I, I do think <laughs> I get annoyed by like... Uh, you know, nobody should get a pass in that situation. Nobody should get a pass. There's also, I saw at LOL, I saw another situation where there were some people being... Some kind of thing with people being loud, and, the, and this guy who was doing the checks was trying to like calm them down. And, but his, his material was like borderline racist, and they were getting they were like getting antsy because they were like fuck this guy, blah, right, blah, blah, right. Blah. And they were like, well, he's like, relax, you're a bunch of animals. And it was like it was a mixture between like white, black, and Spanish people. Right, but right. We knew who he was talking about. Yeah. And, and it was like, Ooh, I just left the room because I was like, I, it was like that awkward. It's just a yeah. dicey word. Yeah. It's and then a, I had to go. Up, a dicey then word. I had to go up after. <laughs> I haven't him. felt weird when I said it. Just. Yeah. Then I had to go up <laughs> after him, and the the. Fucking host goes. This next guy is a white guy. Like, like so I'm like, what? how are you helping things? How are you helping by saying that? And I go, thanks for throwing me under the bus on right. that one. And then that kind of got him back a yeah. little bit, and it went okay because much like I'm, we threw you to the back. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, All right. What's the dumbest thing you guys have done on stage? Well, that's kind of what. We're just I fought somebody this. once. No, you did you fight somebody? somebody? Yeah, it wasn't my fault though. Like it, this was uh, at Mustang Sally's. You ever do oh, that room? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fifth and second, and yeah. uh, there was some guy who was celebrating his fortieth 
40th birthday, and he was just vacant behind the eyes, just 1,000-mile stare, had nothing. And he was, like, talking, talking. I kind of addressed it, and then I went off on him because he just wouldn't shut the fuck up. And finally, I was just like, listen, dude, it's your birthday. I'll get out of here. I'm not trying to ruin your night. So I just hung up the mic, went, walked away, turned off my camera, and as soon as I turned it off, I hear, Mike, look out. And the guy's, like, fucking mummy walking to me. And I just lit him up like a, like a lineman, put him on the ground, and just started arm-barring the shit out of his face. <laughs> and the entire room just collapsed on both of us and then you know he got off and I got a standing ovation just walked out of the oh whole thing alright that's my time I did a that's show in, uh, up in Yonkers recently where the dude was so dr- you could tell it was one of those things like same kind of the vacant behind the eyes thing mm-hmm. where the dude was so drunk his friends were like even on the way in his friends were like helping him sit down and stuff Oof. and he got so drunk right in the first five minutes of the first comic he starts puking in the middle of oh the show. And they just, and then this whole, you know where he pukes, the whole area where he puked just cleared out. Jesus. And I'm like, oh my God, this is over. The show's over. And then sure enough, it wasn't. People, they, they cleaned it up and they sat back down. And then I found out when they were walking him out of the bar, he shit his pants when he was walking oh out of the bar. Oh my God. Just like, ta- that's like that's the drunkest. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, I was 60 pounds soaking wet. He was just a little tiny uh, Irish dude. It was oh crazy. What about you? What's the, what's the move on stage? You I think the dumbest those? thing was not necessarily a heckler situation, but just like desperation for laughs as a result of bombing. <laughs> oh, much sadder. Which, yeah, so much sadder. There was a show at the Creek um, in 2012, December 2012. <laughs> it was called the, Jokes the Over. That's your D-Day. It was like an apocalypse. It was like a <laughs> apocalypse show. Yeah. Like this is the, the last set. You know, right, this right. is the last set you do before the you know the world ends. And no, me wait, and was that the one the Murderfish show? Did the- I think uh, uh, no, I think it was a show that Nick Vadera hosted actually. Oh, okay. And me and Matt Wayne did this bit that I thought was going to be funny for some reason, where we basically just bought a bo- box of popsicles, the kind with the jokes written on the popsicle stick, and we just wolfed down all the popsicles and we're just reading jokes to each other off the yeah. popsicle sticks. <laughs> Good in theory. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody was laughing at all, so we have our mouths full of fucking popsicles, <laughs> brain freeze, it's all falling out of our faces. It's just dying, just getting nothing. It. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I gotta up the ante. So I like turn around, I pull my pants down, and I start shoving popsicles up my ass. <laughs> no! Were you loaded? <laughs> no. Oh. Completely sober. And I was like, this has gotta work. And dead silence. And then from the back, dead silence. All I hear is, God damn, that's a hairy ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that got a huge eruption. Yeah. And then I just, As it should have. And then I just honest. stumbled off stage with oh my, my head on so Oh wow. my God. Wow, that's brutal. <laughs> Actually, the drunkest I ever been on stage was on your show, See You in Hell. It was the uh, Cinco de Mayo edition. And yeah. I got the uh, the bear hell, or whatever that is. Right, and, whiskey uh, drinking bear. Took, but I took four shots of tequila. And it, I thought you had to do them in a row <laughs> instead of that. just space it out. And I did four of them in a, in a row. And I was like, all right, I'm good. And then I just immediately started talking in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Autopiloted, like kind of through it. It was terrible. Came off the came off the stage, walked to the back. My girlfriend's like, "Are you good?" I'm like, <laughs> I "Grew up all over Jesus. the sidewalk in the back." Walked into the middle of Jackson Avenue, like tried to hail a cab in the middle of the road by like just stopping. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And it, my girlfriend was <laughs> like, like Truman yeah, Show. Yeah, yeah Truman like, Show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one gave a shit. They run. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a great show, but I don't think I'll ever do it again. So last time. I did it. What I did got you arm, get? Like everyone was arm, arm wrestling. wrestling. Everyone up. beat me. And I was like, I had arm wrestling. I got up. beaten. That's part of it. There was I a guy fuck r- that show, man. I, I know it's a good show. <laughs> it's a great show. But I can, can I get to the <laughs> point where I don't show. need to do your shit? That kind of thing where I don't need to like 
Like hold like a live fucking frog while I do stand up. <laughs> oh man, that was the worst. Like that was the worst one. You heard about that? That's the only time we ever did that. Tim Dillon got frog help. We went yeah. to Brooklyn Chinatown and did he bought die? a frog did, that did somebody frog was gonna die? eat? Oh my god, the frog and died. He, it was huge. It was like the size did of my what fist. What happened with the frog? Again? And Tim Dillon is like, you know, fucking Lenny of mice and men. This poor frog. It was just trying to jump all over the place, and he just had a death grip on it. Did it die? And by the time he was done, I put it back in its tank, and it could only swim in. Oh. It could only make a right, so it was just swimming oh. in circles. Oh, so his left leg was busted. So he was all fucked up. <laughs> and my 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 gr- wife girlfriend at the time is like a huge animal nut. She was like, "You gotta you gotta release him back into the wild. You gotta bring him to Prospect Park and put him in the pond." So I took a cab home that night. Had the cab driver stop outside of Prospect Park, and I ran across the park. And threw him in the pond where the dogs and the Hispanic children swim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean dog Hispanic children oh park? And uh, it just kept swimming. It was this was like in February too, so it was like a frozen pond. Oh I threw God. this busted up legged frog in the pond. I'm oh. sure it died like eight oh. minutes Flew later. Out of nowhere picked it up. Oh, what yeah. did that frog, poor frog, do? No, I, I think that's a good place to end this. Uh, <laughs> uh, this will be out in the fall at some point. Sorry, we're a little backed up. Uh, is there anything going on in the fall you guys want to talk about? Uh, d- like in September? Yeah. Or October, whenever. <laughs> okay. Well, Sometime. I, if it's September, September 9th, I'm headlining Caroline's. If All not, right. just listen to uh, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole podcast on uh, Stand Up New York Live. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Doug? Uh, September, uh, our three-year anniversary of See You in Hell at the Creek <laughs> is yeah. September. Really, Anthony will not yeah, be there. Yeah. 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 There will be a live will be our honorary It's a good guest. show. It's just not for me. Because it's a show September like that. 6th. It's September one of those shows 6th. like that that's not done with any. It's not done with any, like, I don't want to say animosity, but it's not done with any, like, shittiness. I know. I just, you know, I just. I've gone through enough humiliating shit in stand-up <laughs> to have to do a theme where I'm humiliated. I did it where the last one at UCB, I lost against this dude that looked like I could beat him. Remember that guy that came up, the first guy? I'm like, I got this guy. He looked like a pro- college professor. Yeah. And then he just right Here's away just kicked my ass. the weird thing about ass. it, too, is like I did the arm wrestling thing. And like all these fucking, com- this is the because it's all this anger. These comics that aren't on the show in the back, who like <laughs> come up and are like, all right, motherfucker, I may not be able to get the spots you get, this but I'm gonna beat set. your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, come is that on. what you ended up arm wrestling a bunch of comics? Yeah, oh, and they all beat me. That's not the way it's supposed to go. Just well, how is it supposed to go? <laughs> I've won, anyway, I, I've I won a couple of them, but wish not, you the best anyway. luck on your three year anniversary. Thank you. Dan, <laughs> you want to say anything? Yeah, website. Oh, uh, MikeCannonComedy.com, and uh, I am Mike Cannon on Twitter. Uh, DougSmithComedy.com. My website's an abomination, though. And um, <laughs> who Doug Smith on Twitter? Well, it's a good thing you're you're making a real run at this. <laughs> Dan, you want to say DS Germain is my Twitter. You just Google Dan St. Germain, and um, my album, Bad at the Good Times, is on a special thing records. And I'm Sean Donnelly. Do- Sean DonnellyComedy.com, and at Time on Twitter. Thank you so much, fellas. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. To see our hosts live and in person. This week, Dan St. Germain will be performing at America's Comedy Club in San Diego from Thursday, October 30th through Sunday, November 2nd. For more of his show dates, go to dansaintgermain.net. Sean Donnelly is going to be at the River Center Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas, from Wednesday, October 29th through Sunday, November 2nd. For more of his show dates, go to seandonnellycomedy.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
So drop us a note at mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're not following us on Twitter, you're missing out. Follow at dumbfriendscast. Send us a tweet. Thanks. The My Dumb Friends Podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. For other cool podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing music is by Phil Pickens. 